You are listening to episode number 71 of the 11th Hour, a weekly podcast about Rancid. I am Brad Rose from Foxy Digitalis. I'm Sam Melancon of Debacle Records. Each week, one of us picks a Rancid or Rancid-adjacent song, and we talk about it and all our complicated feelings therein. <laughs> this week, I picked an absolute fucking banger. One of the all-time greats. <laughs> From, like, one of the all-time great albums in the history of music. So we're going to talk about <laughs> L.A. River from Let the Dominoes Fall as the Dice is Rolled. We haven't returned to this album in a long time, frankly, because neither of us wanted to. But we signed up for this. Nobody's nobody made us do this. It's our own stupid fault. Yeah, and, I was gonna say Brad didn't do this. <laughs> well, no, hey, no, I would have never done this if you hadn't said you wanted to. So really, it's your fault. Oh, I see. Uh, <laughs> anyway, L.A. River is. I don't know what track number is it like the fifth track or the 12th who gives a shit it's far into the record I think oh yeah 12th track I was right okay it's the 12th track on let the dominoes fall rancid's sixth album seventh sixth seventh 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 yeah Jesus Christ uh came out June of 2009 Jesus Christ this thing's almost 15 years old <laughs> uh so yeah the songs written by rancid produced by Brett Gerowitz and just gloriously sung by Matt Freeman, who, you know, watch out fucking Mariah Carey. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's so, a good amount of Tim on this song. Well, too, there right? is too. Yeah, there is. Tim sounding as bored as fucking possible. Um, but we got a lot of good responses to this episode, like, or this song. Yeah. So uh, to kind of mix things up, because I think our, our listeners make better points than we're going to today or the same points and they should get more credit. Um, so we are, we're going to, let's listen to, uh, we got some messages from Ted and then our good friend, Glenn. And so we're going to play those and then I'll read an email and then we'll talk about it. I remember buying let the dominoes fall and taking it home and thinking, well, indestructible wasn't very good. I didn't really like that, but, but let's give this a go. And and this was the song that just made me like, be like, Oh my God. Oh fuck. This is what are you doing? Um, it's, but listening to listening back to it now, I don't think I ever have before, uh, listened back to it. Uh, and reading with the words, it would be a really good X song. It would be a really good X song with Xine and John Doe on vocals. It sounds exactly like X, and it, it would be really good. Um, but sometimes I like Matt Freeman's vocals, but uh, he hasn't got the he hasn't got the the kind of his voice is not agile enough to do the shimmy shimmy shake shimmy shimmy shake kind of thing. He sounds too heavy, uh, but it's not actually as bad as I remember it. And the acoustic version, again, is, is also not bad. The lyrics are fine. The lyrics are pretty decent, actually. The lyrics are like an X song. The whole song is like an X song. 
this could be a song by the band X, who is Matt Freeman's favourite band, and that's fine. Basically, I previously thought it was a shit song, but it's actually a really good song, and they fucked it up. Well, they didn't fuck it up. It just doesn't really... It's not... Something about that shimmy, shimmy, shake, shimmy, shake, and they want to... Like, it's... There are vocalists who be able to pull that off. I could hear Luke's Interior pulling it off. I could hear Elvis Presley pulling it off. I could hear a lot of vocalists, uh, like a James Brown sort of a thing. But it needs to be an energetic kind of young sounding voice not a like a pig or, or some kind of big hairy dog shaking the water off like blah, blah, blah. like that's that that's not the, the vibe that it needs um i think it's a, it could be a good someone else could re-record it or even rancid could re-record it rancid uh lars Fredrickson could pull off the shimmy shimmy shake bit maybe or maybe younger lars couldn't no i don't know but it's, it's actually and I'm surprised. It's a pretty decent song. Um, and, and yeah, um, excuse me. And uh, yeah, it's. Um, I might even go back to it and listen to it again. It's actually quite good. Strange. The strange world of rancid fandom. Hey guys, this is Glenn from Kansas City, and I just got finished listening to L.A. River for the first time in my life. Uh... I'm not sure the best way to respond. Uh, maybe it's, what the fuck are you talking about? Maybe it's, what the fuck were they thinking? Maybe it's, you're the one smoking dust. Um, I hope I don't have to hear that song again, but it did raise an interesting point to me. I was, a, I was noticing on re-listening to Turntable how much Wu-Tang there is in Tim's delivery. At times, on Life Won't Wait, and, and especially that song, he, he sounds sort of like a mix between Raekwon, Method Man, and Old Dirty Bastard. And then come to find Matt chanting the shimmy shimmy ya uh, in the background of the chorus of L.A. River. Um, I don't know what any of this means other than maybe be careful what you do with your Wu-Tang influence. Anyway, uh, looking forward, in quotation marks, to uh, what you guys have to say about L.A. River. Uh, thanks a lot. See you in the pit. Okay, so thanks, Ted and Glenn. And then before we get into it, we got an email from Jesse who uh, he said, so I typically don't send emails to podcasts, but I've been home recovering from neck surgery, so I'm bored and slightly high off pain meds. Well, I hope you're feeling better, Jesse. Um, Seriously. This this song had to be some kind of punishment for Matt. I don't know what he did to upset (laughs) Tim so much, or maybe he was just pissed at us fans. I used to love Matt singing. I'm alone on this. I know. No, you're You're, not. You're not alone. No, you're You're not. not alone. Uh, you have uh, one ally on this podcast, and it is not me. But in the early days, he sang at a slightly higher pitch. I'd never leave my house again if I had recorded that song. Were they taking psychedelics? So, and, and uh, Jesse said a bunch of more stuff in his email, which we might respond to later. Thanks for the email, Jesse. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, where do you want to start? So, I, I want to actually let's start with Ted. That was the first message. Yeah, we heard. I think Ted had a really co- coherent, good point yes. to be made, which is. And I think I kind of came around to it this week, which is, yeah, like, this is such a um, thing about how people think songwriting is only songwriting, but, like, execution is everything, man. Right. um, There's, like, this is such, like, against the standard backdrop of rockabilly, like, that it's kind of hard to biff this song as hard as they did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I... I think he's bang on. I think I was like kind of headed in his direction. I hadn't gone fully around to 
yeah, this is an X song. Like Matt right. loves X. He was in whatever Antichrist or whatever with that was with yeah, 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 yeah. those guys and yep. like he is in love with X. Like this is his, their very LA record. Like this is I don't know. Like 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 yeah. Like this is an X song, just poorly done. Like really poorly done with like them kind of encouraging to do this sort of ridiculous rockabilly thing that he has none of the charisma at this point and we talked over and over about this whole record sounds so stale because we watched the documentary and it's like yeah they're recording the skywalker sound like how are they getting like jazzed up enough to do a, a hardcore take of these lyrics right in this like cavernous <laughs> pristine you know these this recording situations where they all just sound like scratch vocals to me mm-hmm. and it seems like they were just like very quickly rushing through and most of the time not on this one but most of the time the acoustic ver- versions that they were recording like in the night you know, uh, right like, recording like them overnight after and, the sessions or whatever yeah, yeah and yeah. were a little bit more like urgent and live those had a little bit more spark a little bit more spark to them not a lot of spark but um they just you know you just there's just such a stale stoicness yeah. to these 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 rec- these songs and these vocal takes but i think ted's completely right that like a better vocalist could even pull off the boom, boom shakalaka. Like, I think, you know, somebody that's more in, oh, like, the... When he said like, when he said Elvis, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, yeah I'd yeah, love to hear Elvis do this. I mean... Uh, yeah, I, I think I was thinking, like, yeah, somebody who has, like, that sort of lack of self-awareness that, like, is really endearing, like a John Spencer or a... Oh, uh, yeah. Stripes or a, you know, oh, like... Oh, my God, who, like, John Spencer, like... Make if it was make blown this song out and like and like yeah, make this a like orange era John yeah. Spencer song. Oh my god, it would be great. And I I think yeah no I so like two things. One when I picked this last week uh, I picked the wrong song. Um, I, you were I, trying to do the Matt I, Simon rap. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I, what's interesting because I agree. I I think Ted is right. I think that as as a song like not a. It, it is it is pretty good and I, and this is one of those things where you know Tim's written a lot of songs for a lot of people it's like give this one away dude like yeah this is a song you should have given to some like written for somebody who yeah, like, has why, like even like tiger army exactly tiger like, if this was a tiger army song it would have been like i you know i'm that's not you a band would have just wouldn't right past us but it would have been fine you know right, what i mean like it, right but shoehorning this onto a i mean the the performance is just terrible. It, it doesn't. None of these guys. Maybe of all of them, Lars has this sort of dumb bravado charisma enough to pull off that lyric. Like in the same way he can pull off like this new face of rock and roll and all that stuff he was doing on my phone. Wait, right? Like, but like Matt in this moment in that really stale. Like I keep saying stale, and what I mean is a um, sterile yeah. environment. Um, it just there's no way that that boom shakalaka like thing especially like like if they did that once in the in the um like bridge or something i could see that being like oh that was weird maybe that was kind of funny and weird you know and kind of fun right but doing it like but like they hung the whole song on that right (laughs) yeah and and i just also think there is a problem of like this song is not going to be like coming back to it after being like shocked by it the first time we heard it, because mm-hmm. it is Matt sticking his neck out. 
and doing something that is fucking nuts, you know, and it's not. He lost not, a bet. That's I. Yeah, I think it's true. Like that. <laughs> and I, I do just think that Brett Gerowitz was like super in love with the song, and just kept pushing. But like, I don't know. There's like, there's something about like, it was never going to be the worst song because it's on this baseline blues like like um bluegrass rockabilly formation that is hard to fuck up once you have it right like like you you know like the internal logic of the song works Mm -hmm. within a Mm -hmm. rockabilly structure you can't actually fuck that up that hard at this point but it's not going to be great either unless you're going to have like the greatest performance and if they're just doing this like very clean again feels like scratch vocals version of it like what it, what are you trying to get out of it? Although, do you know what doesn't sound like stretch vocals that I do think is a reoccurring theme when I remember this album is all the harmonies on some of that stop part where it stops and does like the LA River and you can tell Brett's singing on it too and it kind of has like a, a little bad religion-ness on it. Like, I actually am like pretty impressed with them. Like they, like, it's like he was pushing them to get a little bit more harmonically interesting on this record. Like it happens a couple times earlier on the record on some of the worst songs. I think even on the song you were talking about. Um, and it's, a, it's, it's infuriating because it's like these moments of like, whoa, that, that has this really cool stacked harmony that you're not used to from a, from a rancid record. <laughs> and a lot of times it comes off as, wow, very clipped to Pro Tools and you can hear them just like auto-tuning everybody so it sounds right, better. And, right, right. And like, I even this has that a little bit, but like the structure of when it stops and they sing LA River and it's kind of harmonized and like you can, again, I think you can hear Brett on it. Um, I'm like, oh, there's something interesting there. Like, that's not something I'm used to hearing from these guys, you know, like, uh, and if you notice, they don't, they've never really come back to that out of the side of this record. Like, I feel like they made a conscious decision that that wasn't working or that only could be done at skywalker sound you know like or whatever yeah yeah but like i i actually found that kind of interesting like i don't even know if i found it like good but i was like noticing (laughs) it you know what i mean like uh and like but it's all uh, the problem with this song is it's so easily instantly overshadowed by the cringiness of the boom track you know like and and (laughs) when ted when ted said he sounds like a wet dog (laughs) Ted, you've been very on point with the last few emails, yes. and I, 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 I very much appreciate it. Like, like, <laughs> and he does it. Like, yeah, you can right. just see the jowls like flopping, yeah. and, I, and yeah. I can feel things, you know, emotional things when Matt sings. Like, I'm capable of that. You know, something's wrong inside of you know Brad's DNA, but. I could feel it. <laughs> and I still am like, yeah, like, I don't understand this vocal tick. Like, why? I was going to, you know, yeah, you're the Matt defender on the show. I was going to see if you were going to. No, I'm not going to defend this tick. Mostly because <laughs> it's just like, it's like, it's like, I think for the most part, Tim and Rancid as a whole is pretty good at matching the person to the vocal, right? Like, or the song to the vocal, right? Like, yeah. What do you do well? What do you do well? Like, like, and just like letting people you know so you so what yeah well so what's the thing here well no one can do this well matt you're up (laughs) (laughs) but what's weird is lars is right there like like i think lars would have a better i would be yeah i think there's at least a chance i don't know if you know i i'd be curious 
to hear. Lars I mean, Lars at his best has a little bit more soulful. Well, I mean, that's the thing. This is this thing. is two thousand like nineteen ninety seven. Lars like life won't wait. You yeah, know, make yeah, it. that's all I'm thinking to be honest. And I mean, in two thousand eight or nine, whenever they recorded this, four thousand no, fewer cigarettes and like right. You know, no, but no, but none of them are pulling this off. Like it's yeah, just, it's true. And yeah, it's just a weird. It's also like this funny LARPing song of like. I mean, this is all post Devil's Brigade, and like Matt gets the hill, the hill, the rockabilly song. <laughs> oh my uh, god, they're gonna do oh, uh, well. Yeah, no. Uh, Matt gets the rockabilly song because Matt's into the rockabilly thing. Like, like, and yeah. it's, it's also an upright bass, I believe. Um, and so, like, yeah, the sort of L.A. rockabilly greaser, you know, thing is kind of the Matt and Tim thing already. So, like, it kind of makes sense that they wrote the song, and like, you know, it's it's got its it's like that thing we we talked about like like when you fuck up a good thing it's like worse right you know what i mean like, yes but you've made the point that like this isn't the actual worst rancid album because they were trying things and i think i've i agree with that right like but that was kind of originally your take which was yes. like yeah, I, like it's I, hard to be mad at this record because they tried so well i right i hate i don't i mean, hate strong words like this isn't the bottom for like I think I think when you th- I mean we I, we agree there are what three quote unquote bad rancid record I don't yeah, know yeah three right. like like de- pretty detestable rancid records this is the best of the three in my I mind I think that's true but it's only the best of the three because they were actually yes absolutely and I, I like I don't want to listen I I don't want to listen to any of them. Like, yeah, frankly, I don't know if I'll uh, really put any of them on. I think at one point I would have put Indestructible on, but it just makes me so mad. Yeah, I mean the you know the one plus I can say about this song is there's nothing about a child bride, so or this album really. So that <laughs> yeah, there's very little about child brides, I think. <laughs> um, so that's good, but it took them what six years to get out of their system. However many. <laughs> oh, anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like it's and, and that's a, it's a recurring theme on this album where they try a lot of things and they don't pull any of it off. But I, you know, I go down swinging, right? At least you're. Yeah, at least you're trying. Something. And then, and and then they, you know, do a complete 180 with the one after it, and try to like instead of trying anything new, they're just grasping at the. They're like the, doing the worst version of indestructible possible with no passion. Yeah, and so, I, you know, I think, and on it, well, and yeah, I don't want to talk. I'm not going to talk about tro- troublemaker again <laughs> yeah but like i thought when i when i listened like and i'll be honest i i didn't listen to it very much because it's it's not it's not good like it's not yeah like i do think i think ted nails it and that it, like if this was an x song or if this was somebody else like if somebody else was singing this who could do it like i again i really love the elvis i love your john spencer yeah. oh my god yeah. like i think it would be yeah, I, I can like I can totally picture. I was listening to Orange like earlier this week because it's like one of my favorite car albums, and oh, nice. and so like I I can totally imagine this with just that oh, completely blown out. Like. Uh, yeah, and 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 John Spencer can absolutely pull off the boom shakalaka, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. like because he would have that Elvisy twang to it anyway, um, and so um, I I kind of I'd come around to that like okay, like this sucks, but it's like. It sucks because they they've dropped the ball. Like they they wrote a, de- a pretty Tim wrote a pretty decent thing here, and they just they were never going to pull it off. 
And and I think, you know, I mean, I think throughout Domino's, there are, I mean, and we talk, we've talked about this, how like a lot of the songs, it's like, oh, there's a good idea here. And then like the song is like four ideas and one of them is good. The other three are not. Yep. hundred percent. But the performance all around, not He's good. Other than, dreadful. other than yeah. up to no good, because that's like the one song yeah, that sounds like they're having fun. Up to no good is like, yeah, delightful. But, um, and that's, yeah, I, yeah. I agree. I think that's it. I think it's like, you know why up to no good of everything else is like, the performance is just like so lackluster across the board. Right. You know why Up to No Good has energy and is good? It's because of fucking Booker T. Like when Booker, say, Booker T, when Booker T shows up, you can't like just mail it in, right? So yeah, that, exactly. you know, he gets all the credit there. But this, uh, you know, I'm never gonna, I, I never want to listen to it ever again. No, but like, I, as much as we've railed on this album, and 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 use this song as an example uh, yes, of silliness, right? Which we should have been using. I ain't worried, but. It's like I give, and it's the thing we always talk about. Well, I wish they would try stuff. I wish they and and yes, they tried stuff and it was <laughs> didn't go great. But like they tried, and yeah, I would I would rather them try for sure. I because I think there's a way we do this. But I I feel like the demos of this album probably if they were like in Tim's studio would be like ten times better than this. You know what I mean? Like, I think so. I mean and and you know, and the other thing, and I don't I don't know if we ever talked about it here, but the the documentary or whatever about the making of this album makes me want to like it because I feel like it's it's I don't know, like the doc it, it's it's well done and it makes it seem a lot more interesting than it actually is but um yeah i mean that's just the thing of any watching the process of anything being made you realize oh it's always hard to make something making shit is hard <laughs> yeah and 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 doing something as a group is hard and you want people to succeed like it's just like kind of built into everything and you're like huh that's weird that it didn't and it's like it turns out that when most things don't succeed and most things are really hard you know like those both are true you know what i mean and like it's yeah it is crazy like like you'll watch a documentary about like some sports team and be like, wow, this team's really got something. And then you're like, they go like, you know, oh, they, right. and like nothing, nothing. Right. Like, Why was I so in belief of them? And you're like, but that's because every professional group doing something well, even if they're not the best appears, can appear really impressive if they are that's true. <laughs> on a documentary. Right. Like, and you get, and you, and you start feeling for them because they're all humans and like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, we just have this empathy machine, you know what I mean? Like, we're, and so like, it's so easy to watch things like that and just be like, yeah, I'm, I'm pulling for you, man. And then you listen to the record and you're like, what the fuck? What decisions did you guys make? Like, it, it seemed like you had a process. I watched you have a process and this is what you get. And it just turned out it's really fucking hard to like have a big machine like that move and have it be correct, you know? And yeah. Especially that far into your career. But yeah. I do wonder, the one thing I was going to say is like, I do wonder if this came out again, if like give it to Target Army, give it to whoever, you know? Mm-hmm. Some garage rock band did the song, you know, unrelated to Tim. Like, let's say somebody else wrote it, right? Would I even care? You know what I mean? Because right. it's such a rockabilly song. I think it would have to be so like like a weird rockabilly or rock song, like like a weird blown out early White Stripes, John Spencer, you know, kind of like, yeah. like an interesting take on it for me to even like notice it. Same. So I think there's also that. I, I, there's a little bit of like <laughs> at its core it's kind of has this up, you know, uphill fight of like, right. This just ain't my bag. <laughs> exactly. And it's also not that creative. Like, it, right. You know, they're just following, you know, 12 bar blues sort of, you know, like, it's just like, there's not, 
the songwriting isn't the most inventive songwriting in the world. Right. To me, it's somebody who <laughs> it's like last week they heard this like rockabilly like, oh, this is cool. I, I want to do this. And then they just like, what are all the, you know, <laughs> write a rockabilly song 101. Okay. Do yeah. this, do this, you know? And so um, I like burlesque dancers and that's what it feels like. <laughs> that's like really what it feels like. The amount I thought I was going to hate it is way much. It's way more the surface just like first. And that won't ever go away. I don't think of like, yeah. Hearing him hit those, those that <laughs> course and just being like, what the fuck? Who, who approved this? <laughs> well, <laughs> this you know, and I mean, I think that's the other thing is this is one of the, a great example of when you surround yourself by a bunch of just like, yes, people. Yeah. And like, you yeah. know, like the, Tim and his like crew and the loyalty and like the, you know, shit like this. This is why you, it's really good to have people in your life that you, that you respect and trust and you, that you have the relationship to where they can pull you aside and tell you like, this ain't it. And and you know, they're not doing it to be me. Like, and and when they do that, like when somebody, you have people, cause I do have people like that in my life. And, when they, when that happens, you're like, oh, okay, wait, I need to, you know, I mean, it gets yeah, your yeah. attention and, 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 you know, I'm not saying like have a bunch of negative people in your life who are shitting no, all over everything, you know, but you, who are going to make you feel embarrassed for trying things or anything. Right. Like because that, because like, the worst, because that, know? and that's easy to, you know, it's easy to fall into that because, you know, a lot of people, especially if you're, if you are trying things and I mean, it's a very delicate balance of if you are trying, like it's like we've talked about with being earnest and things like it yeah it scares people a little bit because i mean i i have done this where i internalize that like oh yeah shit they're trying stuff and i'm like too afraid to so i if i acknowledge you know i all you get the instinct to be like well i gotta be negative about this or it means i you know it reflects on me and and so i i get that all that's common but when you're especially when you know i mean when you reach a this a level that a band like Ranson has, it's very easy to be surrounded by people who just are kissing your ass because they want something, and they or they know yeah. that like by being like yeah 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 all the time that's gonna benefit them, and or or even like the less intense version of that, which is just purely this idea of like of like. Um, uh, I don't know who am I to say he's the smart one. He's right. the guy well, that's... platinum record. Like, like, like. Why would I get in his way? You know what I mean? Like, 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 like right. Even the le- the more insidious one is that sort of thing of like assuming somebody's a genius because they've had success. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so you know and I I don't know I don't I don't I have no idea I I don't really give a shit about how Tim Armstrong solves that problem for himself but like <laughs> I because you know whatever. Uh, but I just, it's something I think about all the time. And it's, I, people who, I don't know. I I, like, it's made me, it's made the things that I do better when people are like, 
you know, it's, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but I think this, to me, there are, there are moments on this album that, I mean, and, well, and, and indestructible, especially, I think we really talked about it there with some of these things where it's like these, this, somebody needed to be like, dude, I get like, it's cool. Make this thing, but you just keep it in the vault. Like, yeah, you know, like, it's great. You're trying this stuff. Like, you know, and it's like, and you can do both. It's like, yeah, it's awesome. Like, keep trying these things. But like, dude, I feel like people like look at like the tone of like that Radiohead thing of like, they keep re-recording songs until they're right. And like that sort of perfectionism is like this proggy, like ridiculous rock monster, you know, that they are like, you know, that with, you know, millionaires, but like, it isn't like. Ranson is so complicated to record versions of songs for them that like they couldn't also just be like, ah, we didn't get the take yet. You know what I mean? Like they, I don't feel like they hold on to songs for like 10 years and work them. No. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have that feeling to me. And so, but like sometimes you get cool things like there's two versions of Morning Bell, you know, because they're just like, yeah, both were cool, you know, like, right. And that's, that's sort of the freedom <clears throat> of thinking outside of the box of like traditional rock, you know. Yeah rockets sort of views of how albums are constructed and built and all these things you know and like really just you know uh, they go well we need to write x number of songs yeah we record them all and then we cut down to the ones that are on the album and then we move on with our lives you know and they record it all in one big swoop and and they're doing that in that like that's like the 1970s 1980s view of the world you know what i mean like like i don't think it has to be that way especially with the level of success they've had you know, they Tim owns a studio. You know, like. right? Well, and I mean, even with you know, I, I mean, the way that for better or worse, often worse, I guess maybe, but like the distribution systems and stuff are set up. It's like you can keep working on a thing, and you can put a new version out there, and like it's not like oh well, we got to press a whole new record now. Yeah, it's true. Like now, it's like a whole other thing. Like it's it's wild how much yeah. How much you can- <clears throat> And, play around with that stuff and, and and to be fair like i struggle a bit with it because i i still think in terms of albums i'm an album person but like yeah, yeah. um there are so many other ways i don't know like I, I just think even but like even the song like this you you don't even have to keep working you can just be like okay we recorded it we did it this it we learned some things it didn't work put that away let's take those things we learned and try to do uh, we're gonna try keep trying to do rockabilly but now we're, you know, we've learned we're going to do it slightly differently because we know, okay, this didn't work. And I don't know. I think they're, and maybe they are, maybe some, you know, maybe, the, maybe in five years, their 11th album is going to be the fucking skate punk rockabilly masterpiece we all want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Enough about LA River. Enough about Roll the Dominoes. All right. <laughs> What's what are we what are we doing next week? Where are we going? Okay, multiple or uh, choose your own adventure. Okay. Uh, wait, what was my other one? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, uh, a beloved song by the rest of the community on a record we don't like, or an obscure early song that you're like, oh yeah, I like that song, which I hope we didn't do already. <laughs> <sighs> That's kind of our two moves right now. Um, okay, I'm going to pick the first one. Is it off Indestructible? 
No. Oh, okay. Luckily, luckily it's not. Oh, that's shocking. Uh, okay. Yeah, so I, I don't think we... I think we've talked about doing this song. I don't think we've done it. Tell me if I'm just, like, completely nuts. Okay. Because I think we're getting to the point where my brain might... Uh, we're getting yeah. to the point where, like, I might have completely blanked on whole things we've done. Um, fair. We actually, I think we talked about it, which is making this hard. Did we actually do an episode on Breakdown? I don't remember. Or did we just talk about it? <laughs> I think we just... But do you remember that we talked about doing it? Ah... Uh. I think we talked about it in like the ska Maybe. discussions and stuff. Because isn't it like the like everybody's like, oh, this song's really good. Actually, it's like the like late the back half of the or the end of Honors All We Know ska song that people like legitimately like. And we were like, what? Man, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think we have. I don't try. We did the what the first three on Honor. Or we, we did the first three, and I think that's the only thing we've ever actually done. Done. And malfunction. We did oh, malfunction. malfunction. Yeah. We okay. Did, that's where I was getting confused. Yeah. Because malfunction. We did malfunction was the one we were like, ah, oh, it's the only like kind of yeah. functional song. Um, funny enough. Right. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. No, I, I don't we, think we have because I. I think in that conversation we said like, ah, it's weird that people like breakdown so much because we it didn't resonate for us. Yeah. But I think on this sort of conversation of like giving second trip yeah. to to uh, albums we don't like. That one is the one that like people point to and go. So it's been kind of in my head over the last couple of weeks because of that. Um, so no, yeah, let's do breakdown. Okay, let's do breakdown. That's fair. I don't I don't remember it at all. So yeah, I don't either. Um, <laughs> okay, God, uh, how yeah, how love the world? Like I don't know if we done it. Like, well, that one's weird because I know we had a, at least a minor conversation about it because we did like kind of an overview of this record. Yeah, that's. But I think that's, that's right. what it was. Yeah. But, okay. but yeah, we are gonna hit that like. We are going to in the next twenty episodes pick try to pick a one of us is going to try to pick a song that we've done before like one hundred percent. Yeah, like easily. like we're gonna we're gonna do it on purpose or because we don't no, remember? No, 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 not on purpose. Okay. not on purpose. <laughs> like I, I just I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. calling it now. Like somebody will be like, let's do you know whatever. Like I can't even pick one because I don't know. But like we'll be like, let's do salvation, and then it's like, no, we did salvation. Yeah, which I don't. No, I don't think salvation. we've done salvation. <laughs> the, the the question will be then, like when that gets, it's like, are we going to do it again? Or are we going to be like, no, nah, no, nah, nah. nah, I don't think we get to do it again. Okay. I don't think we get to do it again until we're done. Like, that, yeah, like, I think that's fair. Until we've done, if we've done every song and want to keep fucking doing this, then we yeah, or like we have a wacky way of doing more, or we got more guests or something like maybe. But yeah, right now it's we're we're in the marathon. We got to get the marathon done. Yeah, we are. We're in the. We're in the we're in the real. What do they call? It? We hit the wall. Hard, yeah, we I hit think. the wall. We're and we have to. Uh, we're str- oh, What's the word? I don't know. Is it like there's a breakthrough or there's another there's another thing that happens? Breakdown, right? perhaps. Breakdown. <laughs> That's what I have when I try to run a run. <laughs> yeah, huh. you can tell I'm a real runner. Yeah. Everybody. Oh, good lord. Okay. I don't know. I don't know where we are. I don't know who I am. I don't know what's going on. So with that, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, you can find us on Instagram at rancidpod. Send us an email. Uh, send us a voicemail. Thanks so much to everybody who's been sending stuff in. It's been great. And yeah, um, we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash foxdigitalis. And I think that's mm. it. No? That's your Patreon. Oh, that's my Patreon. <laughs> Sorry, I say it every day on the daily pod, my daily podcast that I'm so it's just in my yeah. Well, that's my Patreon. Ours is the Eleventh Tower podcast. It's all on our links. Just go to the links. Ignore everything I'm saying. Go to our link tree. Um, 
Is our link tree in the show notes? Probably. Right. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny if it wasn't. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> see you in the pit, everybody. <laughs> I'm just gonna see you in the pit. I'm just okay. gonna see you there. It's you know, it's fine. Just, you know, we'll, we'll just we'll, see you in the pit. Yeah, you know, every people call my people, we'll see each other. We'll see you in the pit. <laughs> <laughs>